the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. It is your Friday Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and we are reminding you that in one hour and about... 50 minutes, we will be doing the world-famous Friday free-for-all. It is how we start our weekend on this program. It and we invite all one, of you to play along. One hour and 47 minutes. I know. You're the now. map. I always I always pause because I'm hoping that you're ready with the calculations, but I, I've there got you it. are. Here you come. I've got it. I know. One hour, four, one hour, how, 40, how long? One hour 47 minutes exactly right now. Very nice, very nice. Till you get the final word of the week with no call screener. Calls on screen for content. One thought, one thought only. Friday free for all at 854. And uh, we might as well enjoy that because California is continuing to kill our joy. They want to remind you who's in charge and uh, they take the opportunity pretty much at every turn. Yesterday... The little wimp governor that we have, Gavin Newsom, I'm going to call him the wimp, who got in a lot of trouble this week and has actually had a lot. He's had a bad couple of weeks. Are you referring to the judgment against him? A couple of judgments. One judgment was uh, saying that he uh, went above and beyond his power as governor to roll out universal voting in the state of California. The next was a case filed against with uh, two California legislatures, two assemblymen from California filing a case against Gavin Newsom saying uh, that he did not have the executive power to uh, deploy 58 executive orders all to combat Coronavirus. A judge agreed with those two assemblymen. And, and I believe the third is the biggest public public relations crisis for this governor. I'm actually I can't believe because usually this stuff <laughs> happens and then it gets sweeped under the rug. No, this one is this um, one's a big story and it's national and people are talking about it and even Democrats are ticked about it. The fact that Gavin Newsom went to the French Laundry on November the sixth and uh, that's a really fancy restaurant which makes him just on a very basic level seem out of touch with economic which, by the struggles. Way, go politicians. Politicians, governors, presidents, uh, mayors going to fancy, uh, swanky restaurants is very common. But him going there for a private 50th birthday party when probably every day for the mm, 250 days before this party has told people not to gather in large groups uh, to socially distance. And he was seen there not doing those things. And he chose, as he said, not to stand up. He chose to sit down at the party, and he apologizes for that. And uh, not only did he uh, go to a party with a lot of people, they were not wearing masks. They were not wearing masks in between bites, which is what the governor said you should do if you're having Thanksgiving, if you're going to celebrate Thanksgiving next week. And, oh, nothing. They were actually indoors because they were in this, like, three-sided room that had, like, an open-air thing. But apparently they were being so loud that they were actually closed into this room. So uh, there goes the outdoor dining aspect. That's what I was going to ask you because remember yesterday when I was looking at the uh, – on uh, Google at, at, or the day before, and I told you I was I was trying to describe the photos of, of French Laundry because mm-hmm. I've never been inside that restaurant. Right. 
And uh, at this rate, we'll, we'll never, we'll never go. <laughs> right. I'll just keep looking at aerial shots. But it appeared that there was a like an outdoor area. But uh, I guess the party was uh, <clears throat> too large, uh, said a different way, too many people from independent families exchanging too many potentially fatal droplets yeah. of doom. And he wasn't alone. He was with some of the top health experts from the state who have been putting together these uh, <laughs> these dictator-like orders. It's weird. I, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but apparently on the way into the French Laundry restaurant, uh, Governor Newsom said to one of the top state health officials, well, you guys know so much about about COVID-19 and and the and the elections officials said, yeah, we, we know the health fish said we actually know more than you, governor. Right. So 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 as health officials and experts, we brought you here tonight um, where you have a much higher chance of coming into contact with the infection and then you'll be an even more well informed uh, coronavirus leader. <laughs> so. We know when Gavin Newsom speaks, when he has when he has a moment to kill our joy, he always likes to take that moment like personally. He doesn't like to outsource that. Remember, he of no. dimmer switch fame. To use what we referred to over the course of the last few months as the dimmer switch. Yeah, he oh, likes oh, no. he when likes it, to dim us all the time. When it comes to toggling down your liberty, I don't go with Dominion voting systems. <laughs> I do it myself, my subjects. Well, now you know he's actually maybe aware of his hypocrisy because he's sent out Dr. Mark Galley, who is the Barbara Ferrer. She's the, the the director of health, basically, for or he is the director of health for the state of California. So yesterday it was announced California will impose a limited but mandatory stay-at-home order for the entire state. So this is all of you hearing my voice, unless you're somewhere lucky, like, I don't know, Pennsylvania. Or, then you have your own set of problems. Nah, and you got Rudy Giuliani in your backyard Love running it. around sweating, he is hair dye. Just really excited. All right, so the stay-at-home order is an overnight curfew on most residents in an effort to slow the spike in COVID-19 cases because everybody we knows we should all follow the science, and the science clearly states that COVID only comes out between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. So just stay at home, people, but, you know, is it hog 6 wild at 8.20 is... in the morning, hog wild. Do, go at it, whatever. I thought it was 6 a.m., is it? And this is an important element of all this as we cover the the uh, increasing numbers of coronavirus cases, COVID-19 positive people uh, being tested in California and the the uh, I have an interesting story for you. You're going to appreciate this. And the and the uh, and the halt on reopenings, etc. It's important. It really is important because I think a lot of people are consuming this as a curfew on businesses, where businesses... No, this is a curfew on you, the individual, outside, and on businesses. And this is when, and, and that fact was mentioned here last week, but it has, excuse me, in this environment, taken a backseat in terms of coverage to the business closures, because as, as I said to you the other morning, I heard one woman business owner in California on uh, on television a couple of on Tuesday morning say this would be my third time closing, closing down. Well, so that's L.A. County. So let's so just for clarity, and by the say, way, when the government starts to curfew its citizens, it's usually because there's rioting yeah, for okay. your your safety is it what they is, always tell you. As I said in March, it's an 
awesome display of government power. Awesome doesn't mean good. It no, means and in this case, I think I think many people are over it. I can't imagine anybody's going to follow it. But in any case, California said starting this Saturday night, non-essential work, movement, and gatherings will be prohibited between the hours of 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. daily. Now, this is going to go on for a month. It's set to expire at 5 a.m. on December the 21st, but could be extended as needed. The order impacts all of the counties with the most restrictive purple tier, which is every single one in Southern California. However, the Orange County Sheriff said he's not enforcing it. Sheriff Barnes said he's not doing it. Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco said that he is not going to be answering calls simply for people violating the uh, the stay-at-home orders. And L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva said when he was asked about an L.A. County order that would have gone specific to the county, he said no one even asked me how we would enforce this. Right. So uh, I... I can't imagine that this is going to do anything. People are sick and tired of the hypocrisy. There is fatigue. And uh, good luck, Governor Newsom, with your with your curfew, because I don't know how many people other than maybe businesses will be forced into this. L.A. County, for its part, says that there will probably be new shutdown orders within the Mm. county of Los Angeles announced on Sunday if the numbers continue to go up. They're going to chase the curfew news with some more closures. Speaking of closures, I was reunited with a community business person yesterday after not seeing this person since March. Tears were flowing. Plus some CDC rules on Thanksgiving. Uh, Just what can you do with those side dishes? We'll tell you as your Friday morning answer continues. (laughs) Jennifer Horn is funny, smart, and beautiful. And then there's Brian, who's... Brian, you are one handsome damn man. If you say that on radio. I was waiting for the conversation to turn to this. Tell me more. Look, you've got nice stuff, too. Um, well, anyway, this is the morning answer. Thanks for joining us on your Friday morning answer, Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. And I do have to say, Whitman, you are looking exceptionally handsome today with that brand new haircut. Are you doing well, it in advance of another shutdown? No, no, no. Because well, I'm going to uh, go get my nails done tomorrow. Because no, I'm afraid. You, you know, I'm going to buy all the toilet paper. No, don't do that, folks. Buy what you need. And please. It's already starting. Oh, please. Oh, please. Leave some of the frozen pizzas and hungry man chicken (laughs) meals for those of us who really need them. And how about this? How come all the toilet paper that goes on the shelf, it's never the bamboo kind? Like all the good stuff disappears and they leave behind like the bamboo and the corn Well, you mean the shoppers leave behind (laughs) because the shoppers are you and me or you actually. They want the most quality, highest price item they can find and they take them and they, that's why they're only for the schleppers like us uh jen and brian schlepper uh we, we go in there and you're right we have the uh we have the uh the real i like the scott tissue if anybody wants to get me a christmas gift if we're gonna go back and do this again i'm a fan of the scott it's a mm-hmm. little it's a little rough but i like it that way i think it's the industry standard well, Charmin. Everybody loves a Charmin. I, I don't love it. I hate Charmin. If you want and to there sleep are reasons on it, which get I the won't Charmin. Discuss. There are reasons which I won't discuss on the breakfast program here in the <laughs> UK uh, for that. But uh, um, I have to say, I thank you for the nice words you have shared about my dome. Your dome looks great. I got the bell and skeeched. And normally, under, uh, under typical times, PC pre-COVID, I would usually... For every four weeks, go in to get this done. The number mm-hmm. one buzzer on my big cranium. You're my no- is, number one buzzer. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and I try to get there to get buzzed. Yeah. And she said, I think you're, you're in the wrong I said, place. Uh, I said, no, I have. You do haircuts, right? She said, yes, come in. All right. So there I, I go. I say, I love the gray. I love the gray. I do. 
I think it's pretty hot. I'm getting that from some. But it's sort of like saying to someone, I do say, I, I must say, I love the Q15, the quarantine 15 that, that folks have put on. Like, mm-hmm. walk up to a coworker and say, hey, see, so you put on the Q15. But the, the gray is not I thought love- of negatively for men. See, and I'm going to actually give you a comment. I can't believe I'm going to do this after you, what do you don't mean? want you an investigation. You can't believe I've been giving you compliments and from the day we met. You, you, don't want an, of it. you don't want an investigation into this election. Oh, I'm please, give you, you have to stop personalizing this uh, Trump. <laughs> Get ready. You, Yes. <laughs> Just being funny. I know we But are. I think that you yeah, are a much uh, more attractive 48-year-old yeah. than the pictures I saw of you as a young stud. Well, You're kind of grizzled you. up. You look like life hits you in the face a few times, which it I has. enjoy. And, uh, and you I enjoy like, that it hit me? No, not that face. it hit you, but I well, like someone who looks like they can you know, any, handle it. Any real human life, any real human experience on this planet should real now, mm-hmm. should involve a waffle iron to the back side of the head or a, or the front side, a rhetorical or conditional or a... Uh, Are uh, you begging me for something? No, 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 because I want to tell you the story about my hair and I would be... Is it a good story? I, my head would be foggy if I was hit in the head with a waffle. It was just I said a waffle. Oh. I have... All right, go ahead. Give me my the story, sto- and then I have some, we have some breaking news about the Pfizer. The my Pfizer. Sto- my story. Yeah. Hansel and Gretel were walking in the garden. Huh? No. Who am I? Why am I here? <laughs> Usually I have to hit me twice, and then I come back. You want to come? It, oh. Oh. Uh, I Oh, yes, I forgot story. I have to keep you symmetrical, one on each side of the noggin. <laughs> <laughs> I went in yesterday to get what is usually the ideal look for me. And, of course, you never look as good if you're a guy who's melon is skeet, you get the head buzz. You never look as good the first – you never look as good the 7th, 8th, 14th, 20th day than you do on the first day. Now, I'm going to take a picture of this skeet melon. I'm going to put it on uh, Twitter because I was never nice. thrown in Twitter jail, for, uh, tw- Twitter jail, jail? For, my, for my bad, bad, bad conduct. But I want folks to see it. But more importantly than my dashing, suave, debonair, good looks, and boyish charm mm-hmm. is what was, I have to tell you, a fairly emotional reunion yesterday. Okay. When I went into the uh, salon mm-hmm. by my apartment here in the city of Glendale to get my heart did, to get the buzz done. Mm-hmm. Because the lovely lady who is the owner and operator and the numero uno stylist at that shop also takes charity cases like me. Oh, this is so beneath my heart. Yeah, I'll buzz your – I'll skeet your dome. Uh, And she does it. And uh, it was really – there was no crying. I said earlier there were tears because I was being dramatic with teasing the story. Uh, But it was way more impactful and emotional than I thought it would be, Jennifer, because she and I did not have much communication with each other when I'd even be in the chair mm-hmm. because I'm kind of the outlier. She's dealing mostly with female clients and stylings, and I'm the guy, the nice guy, who does pay and pays, you know, 20 bucks to get his head buzzed. Right. So, so she, but there's not a whole lot of communication. Yesterday, it was like a reunion of long lost friends. Aww. I said to her, I said, I haven't seen you since. And she said, March, Brian, it's been March. Wow. So you've had said, your haircut since March? No, I, I no. You know that I had a friend buzz it once. Um, 
twice. I had two different people buzz it. But yeah. how about that? In that many. Well, you, I looked like Pandemic Man yesterday. My <laughs> hair was wild with the bozo look. And then I'm catching her up because she doesn't live, I don't th- well, I know she doesn't live in our part of Glendale, our neighborhood specifically. But uh, so, but her business is there. And I'm bringing her up to speed on what's been, she says, like, what's been going on? Know yeah. that I'm in a mask and that I'm having my head buzzed and all that. And at some point you have to unstrap the mask so she can get with the buzzer behind my ear. And she did that. And I'm updating her. And I said, well, you know, Maury and everybody in Glendale, the Valley knows Maury's Teppan. Right. Yeah. Maury closed it down. Maury uh, was like the guy behind Benny Hanna, they say, and (laughs) the nicest guy in the world. And I have to believe made a whole ton of money, deserves every penny of it, was smart, I think, saw this writing on the wall in March or April. He said, forget it. I'm not going to do this. And she said, he's gone. I said, he's gone. It was like talk. It was like updating a friend that you hadn't seen for eight months. I think a lot of people have had that experience, especially with the people that do their hair because they're like our therapists. But usually for a lot of people who get their hair styled and, and ladies' hair is usually styled, it takes a long time. There's more of that interaction. For she and I, there was not that. And on the way out, uh, I said, uh, what is it? She said, um, it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's free. Because and oh I said, my gosh, no, she it tried is, to give it to you for free. That's I sweet. said, no, it is not free. After what she's been through, what yeah. we talk about, she said, I said, what is it normally? Because she said $20. And uh, <clears throat> I did give so. her? Big spender. 21 Oh, yeah. No, I gave her $40. Oh, yeah. I gave her $40. Nice. Good for I, you. And people, if you have it, show service people and business operators when Especially they're Especially if it's going to get hard again, which we imagine and, and it they, will. And I just, I, I'll tell you this. I said, it's been so unfair specifically what's happened to you guys, the nail salon. In you know? and, and out. Yeah. And she, did, she went as if she couldn't say it too loudly. She said, I know. Pfizer, some good news today, though, announced that they're asking U.S. regulators to allow emergency use of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's the next step in bringing that vaccine to market starting in December. Brian, this quarantine that we're going through really has put the kibosh on people getting some medical procedures. But I'm happy to tell our listeners who suffer from neuropathy that our friend, the Nerve MD, Dr. Shulian, is considered an essential service provider and has his office open to help people live pain-free during this challenging time. In case you don't don't know the symptoms for neuropathy, maddening, numbness, tingling, a burning in your legs, your feet, your hands, your arms without treatment. It's a nerve disease that only gets more painful. It could make it hard for you to use your hands or to walk. So we're thankful Dr. Shulian is still providing treatment that's aimed at reversing the symptoms of neuropathy. He says the most that most patients have the potential to have the nerves regenerate. The key to treatment is to find the real problem that's causing the injury. So if you're experiencing neuropathy, numbness, weakness, tingling, or pain in your feet, legs, arms, or hands during this health crisis, call Dr. Shulian, open for business at 877-88-NERVE. He's here to help you get the pain relief you need. Insurance and regular Medicare accepted. Call 877-88-NERVE, 877-88-NERVE. The legal case is starting. It's opening arguments in place. It will bring you up to speed in the Donald Daily Download. It's next as your Friday Morning Answer continues. This is the morning answer. <laughs> With a big happy birthday to <laughs> former Vice President Joe Biden, who Joseph is Robinette Biden. Celebrating 78, 78 years young today. He will be, what, Brian? How dare you? You're a shock jock. He will be mm-hmm. on January 20. The saddest right, man get, in America. I, I, I'll give it to you. <laughs> 
possibly thank you sworn in i just do it because i it's your it's your friday and your morning answer i want you to feel well and happy but i can't deny you Mm -hmm. my reality and what i think is going to happen so i say probably he'll be the oldest person to ever be sworn in as president uh there were other older gentlemen ronald reagan for a long time was uh i believe the oldest certainly upon his second term look uh, he just broke a glass ceiling he's the oldest white guy to be sworn in (laughs) Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, 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 <laughs> that's very funny. Uh, uh, the white guy part really makes me laugh because mm-hmm. I always and I, I nailed you. I, I identified white privilege for you last week during your encounter with law enforcement. But I will say for elderly people, for senior citizens, yeah, there is one. great. It is a big glass ceiling. All right. Uh, they they usually drive their rascal scooters Right through them. President Trump is going to be so upset. Usually at this time, 736 means it's the Donald Daily Download. And guess what? We're a minute late. This is The Answer with Brian and Jen. But when people put out phony witch hunts, when they spy on your campaign, you have to fight back. And if you don't fight back, you're not sitting here very long. You go back home. You go back home to mommy. The Donald Daily Download. It's so sad. The morning answer for my signature segment is a minute late and I'm... Three million votes short. It's so sad. It's a bad time for me. It's a very, very bad time. Well, I will tell you that... uh, Good times are here again. Good times are here again. Okay. Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and, uh, gosh, Jenna Ellis and Joe DeGeneva were all... Lynn Wood were all part of a press conference yesterday. They had it in Linwood? No, Lynn Wood. Uh, Oh, 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 okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But then Rudy went on to Sean Hannity in the evening to kind of lay out the case. This is between this appearance on Hannity and Uh the and the earlier press conference. Did he have a chance for a fresh makeup job? Yes, he he looked a lot better on Hannity. Well, he was nervous. Uh, And by the way, that press conference was like 90 minutes. He was up there for a long time. Sweating. My goodness, uh, Sean, we've got about 250. I don't think I've ever gone to a case with 250 affidavits. What does the affidavit mean? The affidavit means that the person signed under oath under penalty of perjury. If I'm lying, I go to jail for five years. I'm pretty confident they'll testify to the same thing on the witness stand. And tell me, is there any Biden person who has gone under penalty of perjury? My goodness. You know, we've been talking about the, 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 the $40 million from China, the $14 million from Ukraine, etc., have they gone under the penalty of perjury on anything? I mean, they don't get asked any questions, Sean. We've got people the- here that ask tough questions. They're ready to testify and they're ready to point the finger at the Bidens and say you're a bunch of crooks trying to take over our country and destroying our right to a free, fair and honest election. And that, I mean, that's a sin. That's not just a crime. That's a sin. To do that to America, the greatest democracy on earth, they are they are disgracing us in the eyes of the world. That was the voice of Rudy Giuliani. He was on with Sean Hannity after his press conference. He continued, Brian, here in the Donald Daily Download to talk about what happened on election night, why we saw the stoppage of votes, why we saw the infusion of uh, ballots, primarily to Biden's win column, essentially. This is what he said happened. They went into panic mode. And that's where they made mistakes, because that's where we picked up our witnesses. At 4.30 in the morning, three or four big trucks pulled into the Detroit center. There were three people left behind who were honest. Two of our people and a Dominion employee. We have their affidavits. Here's what they saw. They saw a big truck 
bringing in 100,000 ballots in garbage cans, in waste paper baskets, in cardboard boxes, and in shopping baskets. And every single one of them was for Biden. And to the extent that they looked at them, it was only for Biden. No down ticket. Now, why? Because they didn't have time for a down ticket. All they had time for is Biden, 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 Biden. Because they were being notified by Smartmatic in Frankfurt that Biden was way behind and they better come up with a lot more ballots and we can prove every single thing I just said. Really? Uh, That's quite a statement. Uh, That's Rudy Giuliani, the counselor, the attorney, former federal prosecutor, four-term, two-term, former two-term mayor. But he did stay around a little while longer for the Trump folks who want the president to stay around a little while longer while we work through this mess. Rudy Giuliani, after 9-11, something that really happened in 2001, Rudy Giuliani did actually stay around as mayor for several months after what would have typically been his day to leave, December 31 of that year, 2001. But uh, as of late, Rudy Giuliani has, uh, I think, in, in well, I know, in, in the perception of certainly more than a few in the public, uh, and I think many of them Republicans, become uh, less credible, a little more of a cartoonish character out there. And one must wonder if President, I guess President Trump thinks that Rudy's nailing it because well, it's obviously the president who he is had a lot call. of compelling information. I I grant you that he looked silly with the hair dye running down his but face. But before that, you know the the just the, I don't know. I mean, I think he's a caricature. I do think the far more serious one to take. I mean, really, you the one you want to listen to is Sydney Powell. She does not put her name on things that she can't back up. She is not interested necessarily in the limelight, and she is investigating this. She talked about it yesterday at the press conference. Jenna Ellis was also there. She is a lawyer for the Trump 2020 campaign. She also worked for the RNC for some time, and she explained to the American people that this is only the beginning. This is the opening statement that the Trump campaign is making. What you have heard, I'm sure, in the fake newspapers tomorrow will be one of two things. Either there was not sufficient evidence that we've presented or we spoke too long. Okay, so what you've heard now is basically an opening statement. This is what you can expect to see when we get to court to actually have a full trial on the merits to actually show this evidence in court and prove our case. Well, that's the that's the uh, the the catch, as they say, proving that case, proving all of these claims, proving if you look at the claims as we did rather uh, intensely in the six o'clock hour claims that kind of sound like a conspiracy theory because in fact they are well it, it, it involves many different actors uh, carrying out the same behaviors uh, doing the same things uh, that is a conspiracy by definition and 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 uh, keeping it on the DL Jenna Ellis continues about the process this is not a law and order episode where everything is neatly wrapped up in 60 minutes For those of you who are here in this room or have maybe tuned out in other networks, clearly you've never been court reporters. Trials take time. Putting on evidence takes time. This is basically an opening statement so the American people can understand what the networks have been hiding and what they refuse to cover because all of your fake news headlines are dancing around the merits of this case and are trying to delegitimize what we are doing here. Let me be very clear that our objective is to make sure to preserve and protect election integrity. President Trump has been saying from day one that this is about maintaining free and fair elections in this country.
That's the voice of Jenna Ellis saying that this is the opening argument to Americans. A lot of popular opinion is going to come into play in this uh, in this attempt to tell the American people what they believe happened in the 2020 presidential election. You won't believe this one. National Democratic Party official suggest something shocking for Trump supporters. Larry Elder, the sage, joins <laughs> us next as your Friday morning answer continues. <laughs> Clear. It now becomes a song almost. Oh, speaking of songs, please indulge me for a moment. Oh, I love music. Here we go. We are, we... are standing for our future. We are healing what is wrong. We are standing for our futures, and together we are strong. We are standing for our futures. We are healing what is wrong. We are standing for our futures. And together we are strong. We are standing for our futures. Of course, it's for you. Thank you again, baby Jesus, for this wacky song for this nut. Who's singing? The Dixie Chicks? Trying to get here. Okay, light on lyrics. We are here. Yeah, we the best part. Here we go. We are standing for our futures, and together we One more time. Yeah. We are standing for our futures. Who is it, Jennifer? We are healing what is wrong. This Who is, is it? AOC, Rashida Tlaib. No. Representative Omar. It's the squad it, at a, a rally three? yesterday. It's a trio. Yeah, is there's it only these two three? girls, the squad okay. standing behind him. The two girls wait, wait, are just no, singing. When you use words like the squad, you're talking to a guy who lives in the real world. I can't just identify the squad off the – I know it's AOC. Tell me who the vocalists are. I want to give him a Casey thing, and I want Because we're going to do this at make, 7 o'clock, you know. Or I mean 8, eight o'clock. o'clock, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're going to have good fun and good we're gonna, Friday laughs we're gonna for have my some final nice... broadcast. <laughs> what? I forgot it's oh. Friday. It's firing no. Friday. <laughs> It's finally a Friday. Womp, no, it's Bob, firing Bob. Friday. By the way, uh, oh, it's firing Friday. Oh, baby, it's um, it appears anyone can get into a courtroom these days by <laughs> listening to this news. Maybe we kick that off. Uh, uh, okay, some, this is. Here's some, the story. I will always go gracefully, but not necessarily without my voice being uh, heard. Hey, gentlemen, I am going to need you to stop your yammering so I can pot up Larry to record his Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Oh, but I have to ask you something. You guys can say hello, though. Jennifer, who's singing? Tell me the names. Put them on my text. The vocals. Sage. 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 We're not on the air. We're not on the air yet, but you have to record your happy Thanksgiving to all of the good people, right? That's what Larry's doing here, right? You know, I'm Larry Elder, and I celebrate Thanksgiving because I'm a real American. And so should you. Gobble gobble. You know that. (laughs) You know the drill, Sage. You only been doing this, you know. Hey, what goes years. better with Thanksgiving what, than the what you, sage? <laughs> what, what, do you me, what do you want me to say? I think what, what, this no. is my favorite. What goes better with Thanksgiving than the sage? Technically, Larry, it's one of those greetings, <laughs> you know, the, have the host do, Hi, I'm Larry Elder, wishing you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. Maybe, maybe you throw something in there about, okay. uh, you know, Joe Biden and he's demented or whatever it is you guys do with your okay. Thanksgiving greetings. Okay. Hey, Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, the... Czar of Common Sense, Don Lorenzo. You should see the size of my business card. Wishing everybody a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Dark meat, preferably. Hey, I don't want to go there. I'm Larry Elder. Out. Okay, Fiona. <laughs> I, I laugh. When you said that, do you use the business You're card so line funny. all the time? I don't hear that line all the time. Uh, a- no, I, I kind of use it intermittently. You know, I yeah, I think, I think you did. I laughed out loud just now. I had the mic off, but I laughed out loud. That's that very funny. very funny. Thank you. You're welcome. Very good. 
No, thank you. Oh, I like this. Well, Larry, we've called you here under the premise hey, Larry. of recording a happy we Thanksgiving greeting. We are standing for our future. <laughs> Tell me who we it is. I would do it interested in Casey. <laughs> We were standing for. Tell me all the vocalists. Trying to see who the who the sings that. I have no idea who that is. They sang oh. it in front of an AOC rally yesterday with AOC oh. dancing behind them. So it's unknown uh, performers. Ever, I'm trying to see what their names are. Hold on. It, it sounds like the kid that was saying Barack Barack Hussein Obama. Mm, mm, mm. Remember that? Mm. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. The funny thing about this song, though, is that in the middle of it, when no one is singing, like nobody knows the words, even though. It's- like, even the singers. She goes, well, you know the thing. She's like, everybody. <laughs> and it's like, crickets. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. How about this? Uh, singing the ad. Okay. Okay. I have a. Uh, um, hmm. All right. I'm putting you on hold, Larry. They're hold called, on. They're called three ladies from. <laughs> where Where are they? Oh, three ladies from. Um, what's. Yeah, what's. Um, uh, a real. Um, Oregon or uh, from Portland, Oregon. I'm trying okay. to see who these people are. It doesn't matter. This was know. a little rally in New York with a with the squad encouraging Biden to adapt uh, their Green New Deal, and oh, they have these they people singing. Oh, it's not anti-Trump. I thought it was anti-Trump. Definitely anti-Trump, but it is. Uh, it's it was the squad, okay. cool. Tlaib and cool. Omar and the singers were them. No, uh, no, they were the okay. dancers. I got. It. I think my my thing will work when I do Casey. You say you're going to hear this, and you say Whitman. Now you know these are actual people, and then I'll just go right into Casey. <laughs> Why can't conservatives and liberals just get along? They can. Welcome to The Morning Answer with Brian Whitman and Jennifer Horn. Thanks for joining us. Finally, a Friday here on The Morning Answer. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, and you know what that music means. It means it's time to welcome in the sage, Larry Elder, host of The Larry Elder Show. Heard right here on AM 870, 6 p.m. AM 593 p.m. And stage. Oh, Jennifer, Brian. Jennifer, I have a question about Brian. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Uh, It's all true. It's a rumor now, but it's true. After after it's it's been pretty much determined, at least by the media, that Biden has won this election. Yeah. uh, Does Brian have a little bit of pep in his step? Is there a little bit of... You know, know, it goes back and forth. I got to say, yes, there's a little pep, I think, but... But I'm a pretty selfish guy, you should know. But he wasn't smug about it. He wasn't in your face. No. No, actually, I was, but I have to say... I I wouldn't let him because I don't think it's over yet. And I'm concerned (laughs) about my own ability to imitate... I'm not concerned about my own abilities, for I have full faith in my ability. But if Trump is not president, well, you know, who's the best Trump impressionist you know in the world? You. Well, Thank well, you. you are. And, and right. I remember when when uh, when Nixon resigned, it was a comedian named uh, uh, David Fry. Fry, uh, uh, Fry. Was it Stephen Fry or David? David Fry. Fry. David, David Fry. Fry. And his career was pretty much over. I well, mean, he was a yeah, women. I shall not go the way of. But I mean, it really hurt him. I shall not go the way of David Fry. I will say I've done all live, all presidents except Obama because I wanted someone like Larry to be able to do that one. It seemed only appropriate. Oh, good I've Lord. done them all. And since we're the racists, please. I've done them all. What? I, thought, I didn't I want to wear Dale. blackface like joint. You remember Dale Hammond? He had a really good Al Gore. Unfortunately, Al Gore didn't win. That's I right. had a good. But by the way, I also had Sterling, Paul Sungus, and Mike Dukakis impressions. I rest my case. Maybe you're the kiss of death. I was say, who? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Larry, I do want to ask you about this. Uh, we we got to have a little fun. But 
just 30 seconds on uh, on the press conference yesterday. 30 seconds on the most important issue facing the country. Yeah. <laughs> Are you – well, I want to know where you stand. I want to know where you stand because I believe that this needs to be investigated. I think these are really big claims. Oh, absolutely. And it should be investigated to either show that it's the world's biggest hoax or that this is the, the most important example of foreign interference into our election. So what do you right. think? Well – Looking at the irregularities, uh, uh, ballots missing, this, that, and the other, uh, assuming all of those go in, in Trump's favor, I don't see enough to overturn the election uh, in any of the contested states. The big issue is whether or not this software uh, was manipulated to switch votes. Uh, and this software is used in a bunch of different machines uh, in a bunch of different states. That is a big, big deal and deserves to be investigated. But it is a, uh, a, a bold assertion to make, which requires bold, bold proof. I haven't seen the proof yet. Right. I agree with you, Larry. And I think they started by saying they have 250 sworn affidavits, and they are starting right. to file those that court case so that that will come out. But I, I think it's important. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the proof really does matter here. And I would call on journalists to actually do their job and investigate this, too, instead of rolling their eyes and laughing well, and about that, it. And, that, and, that, and that's the point, Jennifer. Yesterday I'm watching this press conference, and I came to it late. I started it when Sidney Powell was speaking. Uh, Giuliani had already spoken. So I switched over to see if CNN and MSNBC were covering it. Nope. Uh, and neither was. And I thought maybe it was because I came in late. Maybe they showed Giuliani and then cut away. And I found out they showed none of Nothing. it. This is a 90-minute press conference. So I tweeted about that. And those who were defending the decision uh, basically said this. Well, it was a bunch of lies, a pack of lies. Look, even if it's a bunch of lies, that's news. Right. You have the president of the United States arguing that the election was fraudulently uh, conveyed to his opponent. And because you don't agree with the argument, you're not putting it on. It's not news. I mean, that's, you, could, you, could, you could chew it up later on and, and talk about how you felt it was uh, deceitful later on, but you don't, you don't ignore it. Well, and that's I, exactly I what I, 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 I tweeted out, probably something similar to you, Larry. I said, you know, I did a check on all of our local radio stations and on the major national cable news networks to see what they were covering. None of them, but AM870 was actually covering this story. I had Seb Gork on, he was talking about it, but no one else. Well, every other network was covering COVID. And the point is this, and Brian, I think you'll agree with it. Whether this is true or not, this is the news media's chance to say that President Trump is full of it. This is their chance to actually investigate and say, this is a lie or it's not. But in any case, it merits an investigation. This is a gigantic claim. I, I gigantic. Think, I think what the uh, serious uh, here first, I think what the media is doing is they are actually exacting what they feel is like the ultimate revenge at what they perceive to be the president's most desperate yeah, moment I, I, and I, not I'm covering sure that, at all. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's how they feel. But but Brian, as I said, I'm watching it to see if, if CNN covers it. Sure. And the anchor on CNN is, is Brianna Keeler. Yes. And she said, right now they're conducting a press conference. We're not going to go to it because it's just bananas. But right. at the press conference, Giuliani gets a question, says to the woman, excuse me, what organization are you with? She said, I'm with CNN. Yeah. So <laughs> CNN is not covering it, but they sent a reporter to cover something that they say is bananas. And we'll what go to that? our top banana on the scene, reporter so-and-so. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Sage. News, look, when someone rises to the presidency of the United States of America and becomes the most powerful person in the world... When that person does something as significant, as credible, is that the word I used? As significant as challenging election results that affect his office that he occupies currently, the office of the most powerful person in the world, there ain't much more that rises to that level of news and information that people should have. 
Absolutely. And this is the president's lead lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, putting on the case, however you feel about him. You putting on mascara, it. too. I thought he was putting on <laughs> that was mascara. mascara. You know, yeah. that's interesting because I, I saw that, of course, and I yeah. said this is the only thing they're going to write about, and that's what the left did. They, they I waited five about, minutes. About his mascara. Nothing about what he said. Yeah, and I that's exactly right. They covered that he was five minutes. wild and crazy. Minutes. I waited six minutes. <laughs> All right, I want to ask you about this question going on uh, here in California, Larry. David Atkins is a newly elected California member of the DNC. And he declared recently that Democrats and liberals should, quote, start thinking in terms of post-World War II Germany or Japan in order to, quote, deprogram 75 million people. The 75 million people he talked to, obviously, are Trump supporters. Right. And um, and I want to ask you about this because we're hearing a lot about how (laughs) President Trump should concede and that we should just unify. But to me, unity means that they want us to all engage in homogenized thought. God forbid we question anything. And uh, is this exactly what this David Atkins is after here? Well, it's just bizarre, isn't it? You have uh, Joe Biden saying it's time to heal, and you have this guy Atkins saying essentially anybody uh, who voted for Donald Trump should be punished. There is a petition uh, circulating at Harvard as we speak uh, demanding that nobody who's in the Trump administration uh, be uh, employed there, uh, be associated with the university, be even invited to speak. This is what happened to Alberto Gonzalez, the AG who served under George W. Bush. Uh, He left, couldn't get a job. Uh, I interviewed him. He said nobody wanted to touch him. He was toxic. Just because he was the AG who authorized the so-called torture memo, he was deemed to be damaged goods. He couldn't get a job. Ultimately, he became a dean at a, at a law school. He got a very nice job, but it took him a long time. Because the perception is, if you work for this administration, you are a bad, evil person. You ought not be employed. This is outrageous. Outrageous. Uh, I'll tell you, the, um, the, the, the invocation of the... Re-education of Americans, obviously the historical reference. Uh, Is his name David Atkins? David Atkins, yeah. Yeah, uh, just the invocation of that atrocity is unsavory? No, is disgusting. Well, it's also from a party that calls President Trump, uh, right, a Nazi. And here you are trying to... Well, a lot of people in the party call President Trump a Nazi and his supporters Nazis, and now you want to put them in camps to deprogram them. Strange. Well, well, I don't want to, and the party is uh, the party doesn't have a policy to do that. Larry, you understand the distinction. We have we have actors in certain political parties and movements uh, that are more controversial, more out there than others. But I've also seen studies, Brian, that show uh, people that do not like Donald Trump uh, feel that people who are uh, voted for him ought not even be employed. I forget what the number was, but it was a substantial percentage of people who were employers who said they wouldn't hire anybody uh, who was a Trump supporter if, if they knew that he or she was. Uh, as opposed to a much smaller number who felt that way about about Biden. This is what's going on. I saw a study of, of the new, of the freshmen at Dartmouth. Uh, the ones who described as liberals were asked, uh, would you like to have a conservative roommate, and they asked conservatives, would they like to have a liberal roommate? Conservatives were far more willing to have a liberal roommate than the, uh, than the liberals were, uh, because the liberals perceive our side to be an, not only just wrong, but, but evil, yeah. uh, something mercenary about it. Uh, Democrats believe that their side is the morally uh, uh, correct side, and I have no problem with them feeling that way, but I just wish that they would give us the same level of good faith that, That's they, it. They, that, they, believe, that they believe they have. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrate what America's about, and a lot of times it's about our different Differences. Nothing goes better with Thanksgiving than then. the sage, Larry Elder. <laughs>
Happy Thanksgiving, Larry. So grateful for your friendship. And thank you for being here with us every Friday. Check him out today at 6 p.m. AM 870, 3 p.m. AM 590 for the Larry Elder Show. my new feature on Instagram. It's called Robe Rage. I've been watching you in your robe. It's super hot. Happy I did th- see you in your robe, actually. I saw that. I did. Yeah. I like Happy that. Happy Thanksgiving, Sage. Thanks so much. See you, bud. All right. Coming up, AOC rallying Joe Biden. What is on her demand list? We'll tell hmm. you as your Friday morning answer continues.